Kia ora and welcome. Wow, I have no voice right now. <laughs> Kia ora and welcome to this 27th episode of the Scrap Paper Pioneers podcast. Scrap Paper Pioneers episode. Wow, doing well today. I hope you're really well wherever you are. And I'm really excited for today's discussion, looking at seasons, discernment, and where this podcast is headed. Okay, hopefully I have my voice back now. Woo, let's do this. A change in seasons. Winter in Aotearoa, so in New Zealand, hits on the 21st of June. We've just had daylight savings this weekend. So if you're not in New Zealand, daylight savings is basically, um, for us, means we're jumping forward an hour. To be honest, I have no understanding at all of what daylight savings looks like in other countries or if other countries even have daylight savings. So might have to give that a Google later on, if I remember. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, it's getting colder and getting a little bit darker a little bit earlier, and seasons are slowly changing. We've got a few more months of autumn, and then we're going to be into winter, which um, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bit sad about, but that's okay. It's winter. It does have some things that I like about it. Football, wood fires are quite nice. Um, Yep, that's about it. I'm not a big fan of winter. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's going to be good though. So yeah, today we're talking about seasons. We have four seasons, obviously. So each one has different weather and climates associated to them. But in the community I grew up in, seasons is a really funny word that is often used not in terms of weather, but in terms of a shift. Um, I guess you could look at it as a shift in climate or something a bit different, a shift in your life. And uh, it's quite interesting language, I think. So it could mean a change in seasons in the language I grew up in. could mean a shift in jobs or mindsets or entering into a new phase and leaving behind an old one. It can mean a heap of things, and it's often characterized by a few defining features. For example, a season where you're having to work more and the concept of work-life balance doesn't really seem possible, like you're maybe starting a business and you're kind of in sprint mode for a certain period of time, and that's what you're doing at that time because that's what feels right, or that's what's needed in some cases. And it's a season because it's not forever, it's temporary. Even if temporary feels like it's a long time or a really short time, the seasons, I think, can look different for everyone. It's not really like a, oh, four months, that's your season, and then it's over and you're on to a new, next thing. Um, but it could be a month or 10 years, anything really. I've been talking with some friends recently about the transition between one season to another. So looking at what a season looks like in terms of a shift in your life, not necessarily a weather pattern, but I will use that as an example, but the seasons of transitioning from one space you've been in for a while into a new space, moving from one room in a house to a new room in the house. It's often new territory and brings new challenges and I think can mean letting go of certain defining features of the old season and that can be quite challenging, I think whether it's a job or certain ways of life that you've you're really used to and you've adjusted to and maybe they've 
it's a season that you feel like you've been in for ages and you're losing something that you've always had or always felt you've had. And one thing I've observed in my own life is that sometimes I've stayed in a season for a little bit too long and I can start to feel it. I imagine, I'm not sure if any of you have ever experienced this, but if you've been like done a triathlon or something and you go out for a swim and then you jump into a run and you're not wearing the right clothes, you can experience chafing. And I think it's a little bit like chafing. If you stay in one seasonal space for a little bit too long or sometimes way too long in some cases, it can actually hurt or rub up against certain parts of you or who you are that can cause a little bit of pain, I think. And the other way of looking at it is if you stay in a season for a little bit too long is the concept of shalom. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. It's a Hebrew concept that kind of talks about that talks about wholeness in all aspects of life. And I think when we stay in a season for too long sometimes, or in my experience, if I've stayed in a season for too long, I don't feel as whole. Part of me just ends up being alive, just breathing, and isn't really living or doing well or thriving or however you want to describe it. And it's just doing. It's just kind of sitting there and I don't feel fully in it, I guess. I've had days, I don't know if you've had this, where you just feel like the day was on point. Everything in your day was really, really cool or went well or you just felt like you were in the right space at the right time, time after time after time. And obviously that doesn't always happen. But I think um, even if when things do go wrong, but you, you still feel like you're like you're in it. Imagine a river flowing through life and the river is life itself. And there are some days I feel like I'm swimming in the river, fine as, and then other days where I feel like I'm sitting on the side and I'm not actually experiencing life. I'm living, but I'm not actually living. And I think there are some days or sometimes when we can stay in a season for a little bit long and we end up dragging ourselves out of the river and sitting on the side and watching the rest of the river go past. Maybe we got tired of of swimming or whatever it was and you dragged yourself to the side and you sit in a kind of observing the flow of life and you're not really in it. Or maybe you've got a toe in it and there's parts of your life that you're really, you're challenging yourself with. You may be stepping out into things that you feel are next. And then there's other parts where you're kind of like one foot in and one foot out. You're not fully in it, but you're trying to be. And I think the really interesting thing about seasons is that sometimes we have to be willing to leave. So as you're traveling down a river, imagine you're floating down it, right? I don't know what you're floating in, maybe a floaty, like a massive inflatable ring or something. But you're floating down this river and you're passing certain features like on the land. So maybe you're passing through an estuary and then you come up and you kind of get more into the mountainside and there's more bush and the surroundings and the nature around you changes. And I think when you go with the flow of life, 
you go through different seasons that look different. Some parts of it might be sandy and dunes while you're floating down this river. Other parts might be bush and trees and birds. And it looks different for different seasons. But I think occasionally we can pull ourselves off to the side of the river and set up a bit of a camp in a certain season when we're actually meant to be continuing down swimming or floating or whatever it is for you. And I think it's a really weird illustration, but when we sit on the side, we're sometimes missing the flow and the life that's in the river. And maybe we're trying to enjoy the rocky shores or the beachside or whatever it is. And we're getting a bit comfortable in that space. I've talked a heap about comfort zones. And I think we can become comfortable in seasons and not want to transition, step, leap or dive into the next season. And the next thing that we feel deep down is it. I think there's sometimes where you, you do know what is next. Maybe it's buried under a bunch of different voices and things people are saying or things you're believing about yourself. But I think we do know deep down. And fear and different things can paralyze us and leave us sitting on the side of the river. Okay, I love summer. Absolutely love summer. Swimming in the ocean, the river, getting sunlight regularly. Super, I live in a super amazing place where all of those things are possible. And I get to go out and play sports on the beautiful grass under blue skies. Picnics. You have the freedom to be able to meet up with people outside and wander along the beach. Summer isn't eternal or evergreen though. It, it ends. I do know which provides me a little bit of comfort, that it'll come back around eventually. But it's autumn now, and eventually it'll be winter. But I'm way more comfortable in summer. It's so much easier to get outside. I find I can motivate myself to go out for a bike ride and bike to work way easier than I can in the cold. But it seems to take way more energy out of me. It's much harder to wake up in the morning and go, hmm, I'm going to bike today when it's outside raining and windy. Because it's just way easier for me to excuse myself out of that, doing that thing that I know is good for me and will get me moving in my day because I spend a lot of the day sometimes sitting down. But it's so much easier to say, nah, I'll drive or I'll bus or whatever it is. And winter comes around. I can't control that. But I do wonder how many times I've tried to make certain points in my life or certain seasons or things or relationships or roles or projects or whatever it is eternal. How many times I've tried to take a summer and make it last forever? Like holding on to a certain thing because I really like it or it makes me feel really good about myself or whatever it is and sticking it out and holding on to it for quite a while. I kind of imagine it like. Okay, this is really gross, but I made some food recently and totally didn't eat it, probably within the time that I should have. And I pulled it out for lunch today and I was really keen to eat this food like it was really yum when I'd made it. And I gave it a smell and was like, hmm, I wonder if it's okay. And I tried it and I was like, oh, it'll be okay. It only smells a little bit weird. And I put it in the microwave, went to heat it up, went to eat it, had a bite and was like, 
I had that weird moment where I could either have been super lazy and eaten food that was potentially going to make me sick or could go and get some get some lunch that was actually okay and not past its best by date and in that moment I seriously considered going ahead and eating the lunch which is really gross don't do it but it left a really gross like I don't know it just made me feel really yuck and so I didn't want to eat it and I didn't I put it in the compost but I think there's some times where you can hold on to a food that's past its like its expiry date and still be consuming it even if it might make you sick like it's a normal that we're totally okay with doing that even if we know that it potentially will have certain things that it'll cost us like our health and when you look at that and compare it to a season sometimes we can hold on to certain seasons or roles or things or people that have potentially passed their expiry date or have been in our lives for a certain period of time and maybe they're coming to their natural end like some things do but we can try hold on to them and grasp them so tightly that it might make you a little bit sick or might cost you something okay question if you could stay in a particular season for the rest of your life in terms of summer winter spring or autumn would you if you had the opportunity to live an eternal summer and the grass and the planet got enough water to still be green and still grow food and all of that good stuff would you live in an eternal summer I think I would actually I know I would I would absolutely love that and I wonder how many of us would stay or do stay in certain seasons of life if we could how many of us would stay in that space just because it's more comfortable or because it seems better or more ideal or yeah it just seems like the pinnacle compared to maybe where you are currently I've heard so many different places movies conversations with people people's random remarks uh, books and the people and characters wishing that they could go back to a certain age or time of their lives that is long past like you think of 17 again the movie or forever 21 a lot of the messages around these sorts of things do end up being to enjoy the present moment for what it is and appreciate it but when the the whole storyline or the whole messaging behind it is going back to this past thing because you have idealized or perceive it to be in a lot of cases better than where you are currently and I think when you're comparing things it's really easy to do that like being in winter and looking back wishing for summer is so easy I'm not gonna lie like I was talking about it earlier winter is a hard thing for me to think about a list of things that I love and appreciate about it compared to summer and I could say make it all I don't know philosophical and go hey yes certain seasons of life will grow you in different ways and each have their own beauty and you can find good things in all of it but some seasons are really just hard like winter is not my favorite I'm not a big fan of being cold all the time I don't really like to layer up I could live in shorts all year round and so wearing long pants isn't my favorite thing and there is beauty for like in all of the seasons for sure but some are hard and you'd rather just kind of back to future back to the future yourself into a time that 
is less challenging and easier. And I don't really want to talk today about the kind of things where you can find beauty in all the seasons, because that that is true. Sometimes seasons are just really challenging. And I think where I'm trying to come at this conversation around seasons from is that regardless of what each season holds, sunshine or sleet, taking that step of transitioning from one season to the next, of going from summer to autumn and then autumn to winter, is really hard. And obviously with this actual seasons of summer, winter and autumn and spring, you can't control them. They happen. They still happen. But I think when it comes to seasons in life, we can, to a certain extent, control whether or not we step into different things. And I think discernment's a huge, huge skill because knowing when the right time to let go of certain things is is really challenging and there's not necessarily a right time but potentially uh, you start thinking about something a bit more and you're feeling like that's the next thing for you and maybe there's a role you're transitioning out of maybe you got fired or you're stepping away from something or you felt as though that time was finished whatever language is around it you or you're just ready for something new you might get that sense but then still be really happy with the season that you're in currently and not like when you're in bed on a warm morning, uh, a cold morning, a warm morning, <laughs> a cold morning, you don't really want to get out of bed. It's nice, it's comfortable. And maybe there's things you do have to get up and do in that day that will help motivate you to get out of bed. But sometimes it's just really hard to get your feet onto the ground and stand up and get going because it's cold outside and where you are is comfortable and so if you're transitioning out of one space that you've been in maybe you held it so close to your identity that without it you're not really sure who you are without it that's not necessarily a bad thing I think sometimes what we do can become so closely intertwined with who we are and how we see ourselves because it's the outworking of who we are and it can be quite easy to intertwine those two things so closely that untangling them can be a really challenging process but transitioning into a new season might actually mean there's a different outworking of who you are and what you do could look a little bit different who you are doesn't necessarily have to change like change it might shift a bit you might have a new mindset or a new perspective on on different things you're facing or how you face challenges or how you view life but you could have a different outworking of who you are. I don't think who you are will shift heaps in different seasons. You might learn and grow more about yourself and have new things revealed to you or cut certain bits off of who you are that you don't really think are serving you right or aren't so healthy. But the actual outworking of it could look totally different and could be completely unexpected, maybe even outlandish and ridiculous. Who knows? It's a quite an exciting thing, but it's also really scary, that idea of getting out of a really warm space, warm bed, to get out into the cold outdoors, because you know you'll adjust to the temperature eventually, and you can make some changes that will mean that you're nice and warm, chuck on a layer or a hoodie or whatever it is, but transitioning out of that space and into the new one is really hard. 
I started this podcast seven and a half months ago. Oh, seven and a half months ago and 27 episodes ago, to be exact. And I started the podcast in a process of convincing myself to step out into something new that seemed a bit outlandish and ridiculous. And I considered what I perceived to be out of the normal. And now I'm going to finish this podcast for the foreseeable future because I think there's something else for my time to be invested into. And I'm not 100% sure what that looks like, but I'm going to step out and see. It's funny because I've been thinking that it was time to put this podcast down and I've been kind of mulling over the thought for a little while and had been thinking maybe it's time to put the podcast on the shelf and I found myself asking all those questions when I first kind of decided to not go to university, which is back in that original podcast on uh, the dangerous book. And all these questions started popping up like, are you stopping because you don't think you get enough listeners? Are you just giving up? Are you wasting an awesome platform that people are inspired and challenged by the conversations and the stories that you're putting out there? Are you out of ideas and you don't want to continue? And my brain starts going, you've only been doing this podcast for seven and a half months. Think about all the other people who've been doing so many episodes and have all these crazy stories about they've been doing this thing for 10 years and they kept trucking away at it. And part of me feels like I'm giving up. And there's these little voices asking all these questions. And it's really easy for me to tune into them and create an argument and an excuse for myself to not stop making this podcast, to keep going, to keep producing more episodes, to even reach a round number of 30. Like part of me wanted to reach 30 episodes before I stopped. And it seems really bizarre, but I could build an argument for myself to keep doing this podcast. I could justify it in my head quite easily. But there's one voice in me that I'm trying to tune into more often that's saying, hey, I think it's time to put this aside for a little bit. Who knows where it will go or if you'll pick it back up eventually. But for right now, I think your time can be used better doing something else. Not better necessarily, but just invested into something else that will mean that you're swimming in that river still and not sitting on the side parked up in a season that might still be contributing something like I could be stacking stones on the side of the river making something real cool that still impacts people but it isn't impacting me and now that I say it out loud all of this sounds really selfish but it's what I feel like is the next step and I think I can recognize these questions and these different voices in my head a little bit better now or it seems almost faster, like a faster process of discerning things. And obviously it's not perfect, but I'm learning each time that I'm changing something or trying something new or stepping out of something into a space where I don't know what it looks like. And I don't disregard those questions or the thoughts because the thoughts that pop up that maybe don't have so much value to me, like are you stopping because you don't get enough listeners or are you giving up or are you wasting this platform? I don't disregard them because, hey, they might be quite valid 
and I do need to think critically about why I'm stopping and for what reasons but I'm observing them observe all the voices and there's one voice in there that says hey I don't think this is it right now and I feel quite at peace putting the podcast down as well and I feel like that's the next right step which is quite bizarre to say but it's so interesting and I, I really hope that me sharing these even just if it's something really small like putting giving up a podcast isn't what I would call a huge shift it's not high risk and it doesn't impact my livelihood or my survival or the survival of others and I recognize it can be really challenging when you're making decisions and discerning the next move and the next move involving taking a step out into that zone where you can't see the bottom at all and you've got far more on the line like the podcast is what I would call relatively a small step it's not going to impact me hugely but I really hope that by me sharing some of these internal thoughts that go through my head it kind of helps people to normalize like hey it's all good if I'm like struggling with fear or I'm feeling fearful about certain times um, or certain decisions that I'm making and you've got all these different things running through your head because I think there can be a lot of clutter in there sometimes and it's hard to narrow down to that what your heart is saying I think and sinking down into that and going oh yeah no I feel like this is the next thing because it's really easy for me to get caught up in this little hurricane of thoughts and go oh and let it blow through and destroy a bunch of stuff <laughs> but I really think the ability to discern those voices in your head helps so much and for me to help discern through that hurricane of different thoughts and things that maybe aren't actually going to help move me in the direction that I want to be it's getting quiet like getting quiet really helps me to do that and actually thinking things through sometimes writing things down or drawing things whatever it looks like but finding a way to sift through those thoughts and move from like survival mode or what some people call monkey brain into the ability to think critically about what I'm facing and listen to my heart to my brain don't disregard the facts or the realities of certain things but make decisions based on that and I've been listening to a song recently actually that's called Oceans I don't know about you but there are certain things that move me that I can't necessarily explain this is one of those songs um I'll read a few of the lyrics now because I found them quite helpful and there might be something for you that is quite helpful to remind yourself to not sit on the edge of the river or stand with one foot in the river and one foot out but to fully commit yourself to swimming and going under even if the water's cold and it seems really uncomfortable or it's fast flowing whatever it is but here are some of the lyrics. You call me out upon the waters, the great unknown, where feet may fail. Another verse reads, Spirit lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander. I really love that song. And spirit call, whatever it is for you, voice, heart, gut, conscience, that side of you that you can tune into or draw on when you're trying to make decisions or stepping out into the unknown, tuning into that 
however that works best for you. That's my one recommendation and something that I'm trying to get better at. One of those ways that I'm going to do that is getting quiet. Keep listening to the song. I hope that I can train my brain to keep discerning the next move, big or small. Looking at my calendar every day and prioritizing based on that little voice or my heart or what I feel is the next thing, but also big life decisions and keeping growing in my confidence and what some people call faith as well to step out onto that next step, not actually knowing what's there or sometimes feeling like you're surrounded by all these different thoughts and fear, but not leaning into those, but leaning into this next step regardless of all those things that could potentially hold you back or all those excuses that you could make to yourself or that argument you could make up to yourself to stay where you are. Because if you wanted to, you could. You could stay where you are. It might cause a little bit of chafing, but hey, you might see it as more comfortable. And so I really hope that you do. Keep listening to that voice or your heart, whatever it is. And I'm going to as well. And that does mean that I won't be doing this podcast for the time being or the foreseeable future. And so I thank you all for your understanding. And I so appreciate all of you who've taken all this time to listen to every one of these conversations and learn about other people's outlooks on life. And I wish you all the very best. I hope you keep stepping out into new seasons and following that voice that feels right, even when it's uncomfortable, even when it's cold water. And just know that, hey, you got it. A change in seasons, what do you know? All the very best. I hope you have the courage to start scrappily and get people around you to support you. This is me, signing off. Mow the order. Mm-hmm.